Welcome to the Merchant Sales Podcast. Hey everybody, thank you so much for joining me. My name is James Shepard and I'm going to be your host today on the Merchant Sales Podcast as we have a bit of a different episode. So those of you that have been listening to the podcast for a long time, you know that I do this uh, two or three times a year. Uh, I basically come in and just do an episode where I talk about some of the trends and things that I'm seeing. And so one of the things I love about my job and what I get to do is, you know, we have our Facebook group where we have over a thousand individual sales reps that are engaging on a regular basis on Facebook through CC Sales Pro Community. I have my six-week jumpstart program where I'm working with dozens of agents doing one-on-one coaching. Um, I do consulting with a lot of different ISOs, and so I get to see what hundreds of different agents are doing, and I get to talk to the ISO managers about what's working. And so every once in a while, I start to notice some key trends that I just really want to share with our podcast audience to let you know what's working in terms of merchant sales. And today, I want to talk to you about two primary paths to success for individual sales agents. And so, you know, I really was kind of asking myself the question lately, when I'm looking at those individuals that I personally know in the industry right now, and I'm talking about maybe 15 or 20 agents that are, you know, absolutely killing it. And I'm talking about some agents that are new to the industry even, you know, maybe they've only been doing it for two years. I'm thinking of a couple of agents right now that have been in the business for about two years that both have residual income over $20,000 a month. Um, I'm thinking about one person I'm doing consulting for right now, an individual agent uh, who's starting kind of a small office with a couple, uh, you know, staff right now, one staff person. Um, and, you know, she is just getting started literally uh, within the last few months, but she's on track where I really do believe she'll be at 20000 a month in residual in the next year. Um, and many, many others that I could go through that, you know, I'm talking about the agents in the industry that I personally know right now that are absolutely killing it. You know, COVID-19 is not, you know, hampering them. They're still being successful. They're still having a great year. What are they doing? And when I really started thinking about that, I realized that I could categorize all of these individuals really into one of two groups or categories in terms of what they're doing that is being successful, okay? So I want to start out with the path to success that includes a vertical focus, okay? A vertical focus. So there are so many agents I could tell you about in this segment um, that, you know, are doing a variety of different things. It's not that they're all doing the same thing. The thing that ties them all together is that they are laser focused on one specific vertical. Now, I want to be careful here because, again, I do consulting for a lot of these individuals, so I want to be careful. I'm not trying to give away too much information, but let me give you a couple of kind of high-level examples so you can understand what these individuals are doing. So one that I'm thinking of right now that will probably listen to this podcast, um, this individual has a very small team. He has one developer and he has one customer support person and then himself, okay? So he's mainly doing the sales. Then he has a customer support slash kind of um, admin assistant person that he just hired. Then he has a developer. Now what he does, and again, I'm trying to be very general here, but what he has done is he has targeted a very specific software platform, not a payments industry platform, but a software platform used by certain types of businesses to manage their business. And this is a, a platform that allows you to build applications on top of it, okay? And so what he has discovered is that he is able to become uh, basically the payment provider 
for these different apps on this platform. And so he has developed his own unique software application. Um, and again, when I say that, you know, we're talking about himself and one other developer. He has an inroad there and he's built a really nice niche for himself uh, where he's providing payment processing. So um, most of the merchants he's working with, we actually are doing his statement analysis for him through our ISO AMP tool. Um, and so he uses getisoamp.com. And uh, most of the statements he's sending us are merchants that do 500,000 to a million dollars a month in volume. And most of them are with PayPal or, you know, Stripe or these other things. And they're paying two and a half, three, four percent effective rate. And so he's able to save them a huge amount of money while keeping his margins high. And he is, again, laser focused on serving merchants that are using this particular software platform. And so in his case, it really isn't even a vertical focus per se, but it's this really laser focused thing that he's doing with this one software platform that a lot of businesses use to manage their business. And it's somewhat of a vertical because these are mostly like moto type, you know, mail order, telephone order, um, you know, e-commerce type of merchants that are using this software platform. Platform. Another uh, individual I'm thinking of right now, um, she is taking a an industry, and again, I'm trying to be very vague here, but she's taking an industry where there's a lot of large physical location uh, business types. It's one very, very specific vertical where they're doing large volume. Again, large volume is one of the patterns you'll see here. What she's doing is she is bringing cash discounting to that uh, vertical. It's one that I, frankly, a few years ago would have thought cash discounting is probably not going to be successful there, but she's having huge success. Uh, I actually have a call with her today, uh, shortly after the podcast about a 100 location deal that she's working on right now. Now she already had some inroads. And again, that's another pattern that you'll see. She already had some inroads into that industry. And so she's taking advantage of those inroads and building a cash discount portfolio, which I fully believe she's going to be 20, 30,000 a month in residual within 12 months. Um, and so she's bringing on these larger, you know, merchant types and she's focusing on them. Now in her case, she's had to work very closely with her processor um, to create some custom integrations. She's trying to integrate directly because um, this particular vertical she's in, there's only like two or three primary point of sale solutions in that vertical. So she's trying to work with those point of sale companies to create a integrated um, cash discount compliant cash discount solution within that vertical. And then she's using her connections to roll it out uh, to those who are already using the point of sale system to integrate with her payment processing. Um, and so she's doing that. And so again, you're going to, you're going to see these patterns, right? It's, it's larger merchants. It's a very specific focus. There's usually going to be technology involved. So one of the big things about this vertical focus, whether you're a, a small ISO, a big ISO, or especially an individual agent or, or small office, you know, um, when you focus on one vertical or one technology platform, you know, let's face it, payment processing has gotten a lot more complex, especially for your medium to larger size merchants. If you want to go after these really profitable accounts, it's going to really be a benefit to you to be focused so you can really start to develop those relationships with these technology providers and just aggressively go after them and try to get these relationships to where you can become an integrated partner on the technology side and really understand it. Because as we all know, these medium to larger size merchants, you know, they 
they want a lot more today from payments than they did five years ago. They want an integrated solution. They want a payment professional that really understands the, the intricacies of their particular vertical and the unique challenges that they face in terms of payment integration, even things like chargeback and risk um, in certain verticals. And so I could get, I could literally name another 10 or 15 salespeople that fit this description. Um, some of them even going after some smaller uh, merchant types, but I think, you know, the big differentiators or the big pattern that I'm seeing with these agents that are just absolutely killing it with this vertical focus or this really specific focus, I really think number one is that they already have some type of knowledge. Maybe they had a job where they were like working in that. I'm thinking of a uh, somebody we actually interviewed recently on the podcast who's built a very successful ISO because of her experience working at a bank working in the payment processing division of a bank for years and then starting her own processing company where she now almost exclusively, like her main strategy is, reaching out to banks and developing referral relationships with the bank where they're selling payment processing for the bank. How is she able to do that? Well, because she understands how that works, right? So maybe you have a background working with marketing companies or you have a background working uh, in you know, insurance or whatever it is. And so you've got to look at, are there ways that you could break into that market with payment processing? How is payment processing currently being done in that vertical where you have uh, significant knowledge and connections? And could it be done better? Could you revolutionize the way or radically improve the way payment processing is being done in a vertical that you already understand and in a vertical where you already have connections or distribution channels? So that's you know the first key you'll see that there. The second one, again, is you're looking for larger, more profitable accounts because Ultimately, focusing on one vertical is very time consuming and the sales cycle time can be frustrating. You're going to need a little bit of capital to pull this one off because in the example I gave a minute ago with the lady who is has uh, you know herself and one staff member and they're building out a uh, you know vertical focus and they're starting to get some big opportunities. Yeah, she's only been doing it for six months, but even now her residuals are actually not very high right now. They're still very low because it's taken her a long time to get all the technology integrations done, to build her you know, pipeline up because these are larger deals and they take a while to close. So you're going to need a little bit of cash you know, in the bank to pull this off. You're going to need um, to get the right people on your team. Um, you know, they've got to be creative in how you pay them and, and you know, bringing them on board. Again, um, cash is king. It's going to really help you if you have a little bit of money in the bank to pull off this vertical strategy. But again, you're going to see you know, medium to larger merchant accounts, so it's more profitable when you do close the deal. And because those larger, medium to larger merchant types um, they are going to need that unique, that you know, that custom help from somebody that a smaller merchant is simply not going to need. Uh, and so it becomes very important to them that they have a payment professional that knows what they're talking about. Um, and then number three, we've already mentioned it a lot, is this focus on technology. And so having that integration with technology, having an understanding of the kind of technology that's being used in that particular part of the industry or that vertical or that software solution, um, and then you know knowing how to integrate with it is key. So that's number one. That's the number one path I see to success. Um, now, the second one, I, I don't think anybody, you know, probably everybody listening, you aren't surprised by that, right? You're like, well, yeah, of course, James, we knew you were going to talk about that one. That's That's a no brainer, you know? But I think the second one might surprise you, and I think it might surprise a lot of uh, uh, you know people in the industry. You know, I gotta tell you, I would say at least on equal footing, if not maybe more people succeeding with the second strategy, and that second strategy is 
prospecting face-to-face every day, all day out in the field and going into all of the smaller mom-and-pop shops, okay, and offering them cash discounting, okay? Um, Now, you know, again, I I struggle to understand. I, I, I look on LinkedIn all the time. I'm on LinkedIn a lot. And, you know, I struggle to understand those in the industry that are still, you know, I I get it if you say I don't like cash discounting. I get it if you say I think cash discounting is wrong. I can respect your opinion. I disagree, but I can respect your opinion. But to say that cash discounting is still not taking off or that cash discounting is a fluke or that cash discounting is going to go away, I'm sorry, but you're just not informed. Cash discounting is like taking off like a rocket ship. Nothing is slowing it down. It's here to stay, okay? Um, You know, I I don't know what evidence you'd be looking for to say anything different. I mean, there are literally thousands and thousands of merchants every month who are signing up for cash discounting in the U.S. Um, And so, you know, this is taking off like crazy. Even large, really well-established companies that I honestly, you know, I talked to these companies three years ago in consulting calls and they were like, cash discounting is terrible. It's not compliant. We would never do that. And they were like thinking about surcharging. Honestly, almost all of those companies are now doing cash discounting. Now, a lot of them also have a compliant surcharge program as well. But the truth is, the the surcharge programs are just not being sold as much as cash discounting. And I got to be honest, everybody, I mean, I don't know how else we thought it was going to play out. I predicted this two, three years ago because cash discounting is more profitable and it saves the merchant more money and it's easier to sell. So, you know, when you have those kind of forces at play, it's going to work out. But anyway, I'm kind of getting off track here. Let's, let's step back a minute. So let me tell you about an agent in uh, uh, in the state that I will remain nameless. There's an agent that I know really well personally, and uh, he goes out prospecting in the field about five hours a day, uh, maybe six hours a day sometimes. Every day he does that. And he goes in and he sells cash discounting as a very simple approach to it. He has a flat monthly fee that he charges for technology and uh, he gives uh, the merchant a free terminal, uh, but he's charging a, an extra monthly fee. <clears throat> and then it's just that flat monthly fee. It's like a subscription fee. And then he does cash discounting at 375 3.95%, depending on the situation. Um, and he sells smaller merchants, you know, mom and pop shops. And uh, he has been, he just started a new book of business about um, probably 24 months ago, maybe, maybe closer to 30 months now, I'm not sure, but somewhere in that 24 to 30 month range. Um, and I believe that this is an individual who is right now uh, bringing in somewhere in the range of $45,000 a month in residual. Okay. Um, that is insane. Like that is, that is absolutely insane. This is somebody who is very good at sales and has leveraged his sales abilities with a very simple pitch, to be honest. It's not that complicated. I basically, hey, we're going to save you, you know, you're not going to pay processing fees anymore. So it's a very simple pitch. And he's walking into every business. He's not targeting specific ones. He's just going, he's, you know, he's avoiding certain types, obviously, but he's out there prospecting every day and he's selling it. Um, There's another individual I know who has a large team that is like a, a, you know, independent team, like a kind of more of a, um, you know, the old fashioned kind of sub agent model. Uh, And so he's doing some coaching and training with them and, and things like that. But he also is building a personal book, goes out, 
every day, five days a week, prospecting for seven hours in the field, something like that, depending on how long the drive is. Usually he has a telemarketer set up two or three, maybe four appointments for him in a certain area. He drives maybe 30 minutes to two hours away to get to that first one. And then he just stays in that town and he works on closing deals and he knows, you know, he sets up a time to come back the next week to do follow-ups. And this is an individual who is making seven figures in the industry. Now, he's been doing it for a long time, but he's made the transition as well to cash discounting because <clears throat> this other path to success, I got to be honest with you, if you're still trying to sell traditional processing door to door to mom and pop shops today, um, I'm not going to say you can't do it. You absolutely can do it but you're definitely paddling upstream, okay? When you could be paddling downstream and just floating along if you were taking those same skills and selling cash discounting. So again, this episode is not about what's right and what's wrong or what's good for the merchant or what's bad for the merchant or any of that. All I'm trying to tell you is I am seeing a lot of agents who are making a enormous, you know, ridiculous amount of money right now in this industry COVID is not slowing them down at all, okay? And you say, all I'm trying to do is I'm just trying to say, let me tell you how they're doing it, okay? So one group, one category, I could name 10, 15 reps right off the top of my head that are doing some kind of a very focused vertical like I talked about at the beginning. The other group is still going door-to-door, face-to-face. Some of them are leveraging telemarketers. Some of them are not. Okay, but the key is whether they're leveraging telemarketers to get them out in the field or not, the bottom line is they're out in the field five, six, seven hours a day walking into small businesses. Okay, and these individuals are selling primarily cash discounting. That's what they're presenting to the merchant is cash discounting. And again, we're talking about smaller merchant accounts, maybe, you know, up to maybe a hundred thousand a month in volume. But I would say averaging more like 20, 30, 40,000 a month in volume, those types of merchants. And they're selling them cash discounting. They're making a ton of money at it. Um, and they're not, you know, yeah, they, they're not selling a lot of big mega accounts. But what's happening for them is even with COVID, you know, yes, it's frustrating because a lot of businesses they can't walk into or businesses have closed down and things like that. But what's happening for them is they're getting a lot of referral business because a lot of business owners are saying, hey, this is amazing. I'm not paying credit card processing fees and they're getting referrals. Um, and they are building their book rapidly and profitably. And that's the other path that I'm seeing. So, you know, again, there are so many variations with these two paths I've just shared with you today, right? I mean, you could say, I'm going to focus on a particular vertical and I'm, I'm actually going to focus on selling a point of sale system. You know, right now I'm really bullish on Zusa. I really, really like Zusa. If you haven't checked them out yet, you should definitely do that. Let them know I sent you over there. I actually have a referral relationship with Zusa because I'm so bullish on them. I think they're amazing. Um, but you can go to getzusa.com. And that is a truly processor agnostic point of sale system that has cash discounting and a ton of features for, you know, many different business types. And I know people who literally that is their strategy. I'll give you another example. There's a guy right now, a guy, and he has a business partner. The two of them are selling Zusa POS to liquor stores. And they have this very specific niche vertical. They're doing cash discounting. Um, but that's kind of irrelevant here. But they just, they have this vertical. And they're just focused on this vertical. And it's very, very successful for them. Um, and they're getting off to a good start. I think, you know, uh, it's it's all, it always takes, like I say, a long time. It always takes five, six, seven months to really get the ball rolling and get the momentum there. But they're doing very, very well with it. 
You know, and so they're going in that direction. Then you have others who are selling, you know, cash discounting. I just talked to uh, an ISO uh, manager executive uh, a couple weeks ago. I was out doing a consulting gig uh, three weeks ago, actually. And he told me that there's two reps who got referred into his team by other reps to sell cash discounting. They've been out in the field just face-to-face for the last couple of years, even through, you know, COVID. Obviously, they had a little bit of a break in the action there, but then they were right back out. And, you know, they both of these agents were brand new to merchant services, never sold merchant services before. It came in two years ago. They're both at $20,000 a month in residual. So my point to you is there's a lot of very variations of this plan, right? There's a lot of things you could do. Maybe you're into networking, okay? You could do networking and focus and things like that. But my point is, I'm seeing a lot of reps make a lot of money and the way they're doing it is they're fitting into one of two categories. Either they have this really specific focus on a vertical or some kind of a software platform, some kind of very specific focus. They are prospecting intentionally based on what they're providing. Then we have this other group and this other group is just indiscriminately walking into businesses, you know, mom and pop shops, again, using telemarketers or not. And they're going in and they're primarily presenting cash discounting. Now, is that all they're selling? Of course not. Because a lot of people don't want cash discounting still. So, of course, they're still selling traditional processing as a backup. But they're primarily going in with the intention of selling cash discounting because it is just so much easier to grab attention and get these smaller mom and pop shops interested when you're talking about eliminating the processing fee. So... That is what's working. Now, are there other things that are working? Of course there are. But if you want to go with the numbers, if you want to say, what's a proven path right now in 2020 that looks good going into 2021? I really believe as an individual agent, the two paths you want to look at would be vertical focus or door-to-door, all day, every day, five days a week, like a job for two, three, four years, selling cash discounting. Both of those strategies right now are performing very well and are looking to be well positioned for the future. My name is James Shepard. Thank you for taking time to listen to this special episode. We'll be back with a normal episode, interviews and all that stuff next week. Thank you for listening to the Merchant Sales Podcast. Whether you are an industry veteran, processing executive, or just trying to learn about the payment space, we appreciate your time. The Merchant Sales Podcast is a joint production of greensheet.com and ccsalespro.com. And we hope you will tune in next week for more information and tips on building your merchant services business.